It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder get a huge blowout win to end their summer league, 116-91. to What all went down in this game? Who impressed? Who took care of business? Pretty much everybody, but there are some important storylines coming off of this game as we enter training camp in a couple of months. What to look forward to in that and what to look forward to off of this game, all coming up on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and editor-in-chief over at thundersintentions.com, media member Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show for 0536271. On today's show, we're going to get into the Thunder blowout win over the San Antonio Spurs to end Summer League. And the most prevalent storyline is that, of course, Josh Giddy did not play. There's that report from the NBL that he was looking forward to playing against the Pacers or the Spurs, you know, and he just could not give it a go or the Thunder held him out, whatever the case is. So he ends up not playing. Trey Mann, of course, did not play either. And then Oscar De La Silva was a DNP coach's decision in this game as well. But the Thunder do win 116-91. to They blow out the San Antonio Spurs, uh, who had... An interesting summer league. I mean, they they had, you know, Joe Wieskamp, who's a, a good player, and he kind of found his groove a bit more. He kind of struggled to shoot the ball in summer league this year. And they also did not get to play Joshua Primo. So that kind of took a big hit for for their summer league roster, as did Trey Jones sitting out, of course. For the Thunder, Tim Aldon continues to be up and down. And in this game, he was up. He shot 66% from the floor. 75% from deep, 3 for 4, and scores 11 points while dishing out 7 assists, getting 2 rebounds as well in 22 minutes. Obviously, you never want to take too much away from Summer League, but Taylor did show uh, flashes of inconsistency, of course, in this summer circuit. He had games where he was awesome, like the first game, and games where he was terrible, uh, like the previous game. And then he had this game where he's just a solid, all-around good player in limited minutes because of the scoreboard, because of how bad the Thunder were beating the San Antonio Spurs. Now, all in all, he showed the flashes. You would like to see him be more consistent, but as a young player, that will come in due time, or at least you would at least hope that it would come in due time that he can be uh, more consistent. Ultimately, Tail, to me, just kind of played his role and, and played the way he played last year. He didn't show any humongous improvement outside of his strength and his ability to now uh, finish better at the rim. 
I'm interested to see how that kind of carries over into the NBA season and, and how he can improve that. Because if you remember last year, he was really bad at finishing at the rim. And I think that this strength and his new body will help him finish better at the rim as well as help him become a better defender. Uh, but it's not like his game took a huge leap. And, and to not see a huge leap in this setting uh, kind of gives you a, a picture of what to look for next year. Look for much of the same that we saw in his rookie season in his second season in the NBA. Some of the end of the bench guys got to play a bit more. Of course, you had Ryan Woolwich play 17 minutes. He got four points, two rebounds, two assists. Emmett Williams played, and he was pretty good. Did not miss a shot. Go six for six from the floor, two for two from beyond the arc, 14 points. And he also gets an assist and five rebounds in 20 minutes. Jaden McHugh got 19 minutes. He got seven points, two assists, one steal. Even Charlie Brown Jr. plays better in this one. 18 minutes, 9.6 rebounds, one assist, one block on 57 shooting from the floor. But he still didn't quite look the part of an NBA player, and I just think that the Thunder um, are going to have to move on from him because of how easy it is to move on from him. Whenever you need a roster spot, it's so easy to get out of a a contract like his, which is non-guaranteed, so the Thunder can just waive him at no cost to them, no, no repercussions, nothing. They can just relieve him at any time of his roster spot and create a roster spot that way for a player that they need it for. Uh, Jalen Horde also plays well in this game, just kind of does his job, goes over three from beyond the arc, but does produce six points and four rebounds. Uh, in a blowout game like this against a Spurs team that was, again, without their top guys as well, no Primo, no Jones, uh, no Devin Vassell, you would have liked to see Jalen Horde play a bit better, especially as somebody who's kind of competing for that second two-way contract with Josh Hall, who was excellent tonight. We'll get more on Josh Hall in just a little bit, but the big story comes from Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who capped off his summer league with a bang, 15 points, eight rebounds, four assists, one steal, zero fouls, playing, again, in that kind of small ball five area, which is a big progression sign from him to stop the fouling. Now, Jeremiah Robinson Earl looked the part. He looked like an NBA player. He's a really good screen setter. He plays some really good defense. He can space the floor, even though he goes over two. There's still some some hope for that jump shot long term to at least become respectable, to where defenses have to kind of get out on him, and that in essence spaces the floor. And in summer league, he lived up to the hype. He lived up to what we thought he could be. He has a great feel for the game. He's always in the right spot at the right time. He understands the game of basketball at a high level. And he just does his part and does everything good. Is he elite at anything? No. I mean, maybe screen setting. But but nonetheless, is he elite? No. But he's all around good at everything. He's all around quality at everything. And he's able to fill a bunch of different gaps. And while that's not the sexy thing that you want right now in the midst of this rebuild, you want your Jalen Green, you want your you know Kaminga, you want your big-time player who can have a big-time impact. In the future, a player like Jeremiah Robson Earl, who can do all those things at a high level, who can fill a ton of needs, who can be that Swiss Army knife and fill in for whenever players inevitably get hurt uh, and, and whenever players inevitably have a slump or whatever the case is, that's very valuable. And having a player on your bench who the other team can't take away. Because we talk a lot about how in the playoffs, you know, how, how are you going to scheme against starters? They're going to get starters out of the game and present a, mism- a mismatch for the other team where they got to take off the floor a guy like Robertson because he can't shoot free throws. 
Whereas we don't talk as much about it in the bench unit. And that happens with the bench unit as well. So you at least will have a piece on your bench. That's a very good piece. That's a piece that you want uh, in the game that they cannot take away. If they want to go small, of course, Jeremiah Robson Earl can go small and play center. If they want to go big and try to take them out of the game that way, as long as you eventually build this roster out to have a backup big, then Jeremiah Robson Earl can play the four. He can play the three. Uh, he's able to do a lot of different things to keep him on the floor. And, and keeping on the floor is a great trait in the NBA, especially as the game gets more modern and you see these teams have so many different ways to put a lineup together. Every team has a lot of different lamps and looks that they can show you. And the reason you have those multiple lineups and the reason you have those multiple looks is to have something in your bag that can disrupt any team. If a team's too big, you want to go way small. If a team's too small, you want to go way big. You look at the Clippers last year going super small with Platoon at the five, and it just kind of threw every team off. Well, the counterpiece to that for the Thunder, if they get in that scenario in the future, would be Jeremiah Robson Earl going small. Hey, he can play center too. We'll just match you size for size. And then the Thunder have built out a roster where all five guys know how to run the floor, know how to be in charge of an offense, know how to play make. And at that point, you're just picking your poison of who are you going to try to play make? How do you stop the ball? Because if you stop the ball and deny the ball on Shea, you can give it to somebody like Josh Giddy, who is just as effective, hopefully, as a playmaker. You stop it with him, he goes to another guy who can be a really good playmaker, and so on and so forth. And that's kind of the advantage of doing this everyone's a playmaker mentality for the Thunder. But Jeremiah Robinson Earl looked good. He looked very good this whole summer league, very consistent in the summer league. I'm interested to see how he translates to the NBA in terms of his position and this roster construction uh, because it could come down to who plays small ball five better this year, Roby or Jeremiah Robson Earl. And the winner of that battle will likely solidify their future with the team. So it's kind of a fun storyline to keep track of all throughout uh, this next season because you know, you've, you've seen so far in Summer League, Jeremiah Robson Earl be put in that Isaiah Roby spot, a spot that you know, he was utilizing last year. If that trend continues, then at that point, a very good player in Isaiah Roby becomes expendable and you're able to maybe use him as a sweetener to get involved in a different trade. Or you keep both of them and you're able to go small and versatile at every phase, the starters, the bench, even the third unit. And you have a rotation of bigs who are never tired, and that in itself is an advantage because how many other teams can say that? So there's a lot to uh, really think about when it comes to this roster construction. We'll do more of that coming up, but first, I want to say right now, but good friends over at Sweatblock. Listen, Sweatblock is incredible. It's doctor-created. It's doctor-recommended. Works for up to seven days per use. Dry shirts are guaranteed. If Sweatblock does not keep you dry, you get your money back. It is featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters, bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 days, over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. You can wear whatever you want to wear because there's no more sweat stains in your shirts with sweat block. It is your little secret to confidence. This is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date or recording a podcast. Keep yourself dry don't sweat it. Just use Sweat Block. I need this product more than any other product because I sweat a ton. And nothing is more embarrassing than in that presentation or on that broadcast or at work or on a date just pouring with sweat. 
Then you got to look for discreet ways to wipe that sweat and it's just a mess. And then it makes you even more nervous and then it makes you sweat even more. It's a never ending cycle until you use sweat block. Sweat block is incredible. Keeps you dry. You need to stay dry. The exciting about this thing is that it's 25% off at sweatblock.com. Go to sweatblock.com. Use our code locked on. Here's the thing. 20% off at sweatblock.com with our code locked on. However, you can also pick this up at your local CVS or even on Amazon. So go check out Sweatblock today, sweatblock.com. Promo code locked on gets you 20% off of your order at sweatblock.com. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an essential athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free. Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld precision therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun does not just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension. Using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stress of your life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design makes you feeling like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines to help you out. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes such as Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, and Mira Shapova. Hundreds and thousands of customers. And you can try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on right now. We'll get you that Theragun Gen 4. We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O Thunderpod, gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. Now, let's get into the rest of this game against the Indiana Pacers. We left off with Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Of course, the official two-way deal of Aaron Wiggins went through over the weekend, and he put up a good line of 10 points, five assists, four rebounds. He did have the four fouls, but he shoots 50% from the floor and 50% from deep, 57% from the floor, 50% from deep. Wiggins looks as though he will get converted to an NBA contract just by the way that he played in Summer League. I mean, he was really good in Summer League. Another very versatile player who can play as high up as the two guard, but more comfortably play the three or the four in certain lineups. I think that Aaron Wiggins is going to be a player that Mark falls in love with because of the skill set that Aaron Wiggins has of being able to grab rebounds, being able to run down the floor with his ball handling ability and his defense. That defense is going to be improved. It'll take another step under Mark as Mark improves everybody's defense. And it's already at an NBA level right now. Of course, is it elite? No. But it's at an NBA level to where he's going to be uh, an NBA caliber defender. 
And if that's your starting point for your first year in the NBA, if that's where we're, we're kind of building off of as an organization, and if that's where Mark's going to get his hands on you, then the sky could be the limit for what Wiggins can do defensively because we know Mark's track record of making guys better on that defensive end. So it was impressive to watch Wiggins, impressive to watch Robert Snurl, impressive to watch Taylor Maldon. I know, again, it's not the summer league that you wanted. It's not the flashiness. It's three second-round picks who are all going to be guys who contribute off the bench or kind of play different roles than uh, franchise changers. But uh, they truly can change playoff series moving forward once it's that time to compete again. It's, it's even harder to see uh, their impact right now because, um, you know, because – Thunder are not going to make the playoffs this year. and They're not going to go for the playoffs this year. So it's harder to, to kind of talk yourself into them. And the playoffs right now feel so far away. Uh, but when you get there, these type of games and these type of you know, developmental points can be the difference in winning and losing playoff series. And for the Thunder, who have not won a playoff series since Kevin Durant left, that's a big deal to kind of build a roster that's capable of winning playoff series once you get back there. But it finally happened. Josh Hall finally takes the bull by the horns in this game. He was awesome. 17 points. He gets up two assists, seven rebounds, goes seven for seven from the line. Now, remember, we talked a ton last year about how much how important it is to get to the free throw line. And Josh Hall's done that at a very good clip in the summer league. And he gets there seven times in this one, or seven attempts, I should say, in this game. Seven for seven. That elevates you as a score. Over one from beyond the arc, but again, he kind of picked the spots and he took a good look at three. Five for eight from the floor because of his elite driving skills. Josh Hall is in love with the Euro step. And I got to tell you, I'm in love with watching Josh Hall Euro step. It's so smooth, so fancy, but also powerful. Like Josh Hall uh, is an interesting player. I could watch him drive the lane for like an hour on end because of how he can balance and because he knows how to balance uh, his fanciness of, hey, this is the time where I need to lay it up and this is the time where I need to kind of be a finesse type of player and finesse my way to the rim. And okay, this is a time where I put my foot in the gas and just power my way in there and make sure that I slam this down with authority. His ability at a young age like he is to understand when to flip the switch is very impressive. And this was the game that we wanted to see all summer league where you have one two-way spot left Horde, who had NBA minutes last year, Charlie Brown Jr. had NBA minutes last year, Josh Hall, who had NBA minutes last year, they're all there, and you have that kind of pseudo-competition between Hall and Horde. You wanted to see them kind of go at it and, and, and really uh, give their best effort, and Josh Hall took advantage of his minutes on, on, on Monday. And I will be stunned if Josh Hall's not back in Oklahoma City. He already has the qualifying offer. Uh, they might sign him to an NBA contract of just a, you know, a, a cheap, contract that of like a typical second rounder would get uh, that guarantees this year. They might sign him back to that two-way deal. Either way, I think that they're going to sign him back because there's just so much potential there. If he's healthy, he'll get the opportunity. And when given the opportunity, he can take advantage of it and he can be an NBA player. Now, again, is Josh Hall going to be a superstar in this league, an all-star in this league, uh, an elite player in this league? Uh, the odds say no, uh, but he can be a high-priority bench player, and a very exciting one at that. So in this summer league, what you've possibly found, and what you've possibly seen on display as a fan, you've seen two spot starters. Taylor Maldon and Jeremiah Repson Earl could be what's called a spot starter, where, no, you don't want them in your starting five all year long. You do not want to play in on starting them every single time. But 
if injuries happen or you're missing one of your starters for two weeks or two games, you can start them. If there's a matchup where you'd rather go small, you can start Jeremiah Ramsnerl and feel comfortable. You can you can start them comfortably where you're not freaking out that they're starting. You also found and, and had a really good uh, bench showing from Aaron Wiggins, who's going to be a very good bench player in the NBA. And then you got the flashes from Josh Hall that you wanted to see to feel comfortable letting him continue to develop in Oklahoma City, which I think will turn into a bench player as well. So if you walk away from this summer league with four guys who could be long-term pieces in this organization, before you even see Josh Giddy play, before you even see um, big-time games from Trey Mann, it's still a successful summer league, just not the way that we thought it would be successful. I get that it's not flashy. I get that it's not you know, kind of what you expected, uh, but it was still a success in some capacity. We'll talk more about Summer League coming up, but first, I want to say right now, but our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, 15% off of your next order over at BuiltBar.com. They have amazing flavors, coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavor, all tasting, great, all healthy for you. Official protein bar of the U.S. Shock and Field team. And guess what, folks? Built Bar is taking advantage of the new NIL bill with the NCAA because they went to BYU. They met in front of the BYU football team, and they paid for all 35 walk-ons to be put on scholarship very generous of them. They're great people. They're a great company. Go support them. Go try them out. It's a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15, 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. I'm going to tell you right now, but good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head over to the website or even use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Promo code locked on. We'll get you that 50% welcome bonus locked on. Is the promo code to use locked on at betonline.ag? You will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. As this podcast winds down, make sure you go check out the Locked On Today podcast, giving you all you need to know about the world of sports. So, Summer League is over for the Oklahoma City Thunder. What to look forward to next? What happens now? Uh, well, for the first thing to look forward to, on Friday, we're going to get the entire schedule for the NBA. We already saw the Christmas Day schedule. We also saw the opening week schedule. The Thunder do not have an opening week primetime game. The Thunder do not play on Christmas. We're going to get the entire NBA schedule, including all the national TV dates, on Friday. So that's one marker to look forward to. Of course, look forward to uh, the resolution of Josh Hall's contract because he is a restricted free agent and Thunder do have a qualifying offer out on him. So they're going to bring him back in some capacity. So getting the, getting the details on that will be interesting. Now, basketball is not going away, folks. I know some leagues over, 
I know we're going to have this little bit of a lull, but on the 28th, training camp opens. So that likely means that we're going to have media days on the 27th, I would assume, because it's always usually the day before. It might be the, the Friday before that. You know, it could be any time, honestly. Uh, but eventually in that in that realm, right, the 20th through the, through the 27th, we're going to see media days for Oklahoma City. So that'll be a, a market to look forward to. Then training camp opens 20, the 28th. And then the NBA preseason gets started on the October 3rd date. The Thunder will play either the 3rd or the 4th or the 5th or whatever the case is. And then... The NBA season begins on the 19th. The Thunder, of course, will not play the 19th. That'll only be the two-game slate uh, for the TNT contest, but they'll play either on the 20th or the 21st. So it's not that far away. You don't have to wait too long. You know, and, and you get a couple weeks of football season in there before the, the, the season starts to kind of tide you over into basketball season. It's going to be fun. A lot of preview content will be coming out over the course of you know these next few weeks, getting us set for next season. As far as this week is concerned, we're going to do our traditional stock watch. We're going to buy and sell stock in the Thunder players from Summer League and also the entire NBA uh, of Summer League. And also, we're going to talk with Richard Stamen at Mavsdraft on Twitter about Summer League and about what he saw at Summer League that impressed him with the Thunder and with other teams as well. And of course, again, the schedule comes out Friday, so a lot to dive into on that schedule as well. Cannot wait to get started with that. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Until tomorrow, be good. Be good to one another. Perfect ending to a historic day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 